Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of Lectionary Q. I am Dennis Sanders, your host. I'm the pastor of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, uh, in Roseville, Minnesota. And uh, welcome. Um, as you have um, are familiar, this uh, podcast has changed its name to Lectionary Q. Um, obviously, I, Q is a little bit more of a memorable name um, than what it was before. Uh, the Q here in this uh, for this podcast stands for questions, because that's what we do every week. We come here and we take one of the scriptures from the Revised Common Lectionary for the upcoming Sunday, and we ask questions. And actually, if you have not heard, we actually are also trying to test out uh, doing this for the Narrative Lectionary. So uh, there will be another podcast this week. Check it out and let me know what you think. But um, for our um, Revised Common Lectionary Program a po- um, podcast, this is a way for pastors uh, to prepare for their uh, Sunday sermons. But I also hope that it is also a way for the for people who aren't pastors um, to either get help to know a little bit more about the Bible, um, and also maybe as as hopefully something that you can use for your private devotions. So, let's look at today's text. Um, This text is for Sunday, October 2nd, and it is from Luke 17, 5 through 10. Though actually I'm going to be reading uh, 1 to 10, just because I think uh, the first four verses kind of help to set up the rest of the other, um, our our main passage. So, uh, again, I'll be looking at Luke 17, 1 through 10. And I'm going to be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Jesus said to his disciples, Occasions for stumbling are bound to come, but woe to anyone by whom they come. It would be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea than for you to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be on your guard. If another disciple sins, you must rebuke the offender. And if there is repentance, you must forgive. And if the same person sins against you seven times a day and turns back to you and seven times says, I repent, you must forgive. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your your servant who has just come in from plowing and tending sheep in the field, come here at once and take your place at the table? Would you not rather say to him, prepare supper for me? Put upon, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink. Later, you may eat and drink. Do you thank the servant for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless servants. We have only done what we ought to have done. So here are the questions for this week's passage. Why do you think that the disciples said that they wanted their faith to be increased? Number two, maybe one of those reasons could be what was found in verse four, where Jesus says that you must forgive. But 
why do you think the disciples thought that forgiveness was so hard? Number three, in verse six, when Jesus talks about faith and mustard seeds, there are two ways that it can be interpreted. It can be interpreted as faith as a mustard seed or faith like a mustard seed. What difference does it make in how one looks at this text? In verse 10, Jesus says, the servants should respond by saying that they're worthless. However, worthless can here can be interpreted to mean no special favor, so that it means that the servants are basically doing their job. If you look at that inter if you take that interpretation, how does it make you look at the text differently? How does it make it look at faith differently? Number five, the final question. This text focuses on faith and discipleship. These are the two themes. What do these two concepts mean in God's kingdom and how are those concepts viewed differently in the wider culture? So what are your answers and what are your questions? I, as I've said before, I've said, uh, I'd love to hear what you are thinking. So if you're brave enough, um, feel free to send me your thoughts uh, via email to lectionaryq, all one word, at substack.com. And as we go um, and wrap up this episode of Lectionary Q, um, just a reminder that if you live in the Twin Cities, um, I want to invite you to come worship it with us at First Christian. Uh, we meet at Roseville Lutheran Church at 11 a.m. And you can get directions by going to our website at fccstpaul.org. I pray that these questions allow the scripture to be open to you, that it allows you to be able to connect with God and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. That is it for this week's edition of Lectionary Q. I'm Dennis Sanders, the host. I will see you next week. Take care and Godspeed, my friends. <music>